Welcome to the I Am Woman Project. I am your host, Catherine Plano. I am a creative soul adventurer, a modern day alchemist, and on a mission to empower the conscious people of this world, those who seek to learn, grow, understand, and become the very best version of themselves that they can be. Every week, we have thought leaders, change instigators, and inspirational human beings from around the globe that offer you profound teachings and recent discoveries from the world of neuroscience, positive, cognitive, and spiritual psychology to help you build wealth, health, love, and achieve lasting transformation. So join us here every week for new lessons on how to lead a life that matters, how to escalate your life after failure, and how to inject more meaning connection and resilience into your life and your business. As a way to thank our guests for their time, energy and wisdom, we would love to demonstrate our appreciation, gratitude and admiration. We would love to hear from you. What was your key takeout from today's session? By writing a review in Apple Podcasts with our guest's name and insight. And when you do, please make sure to take a photo and send your photo to support at katherineplano.com.au and we will send you a personalized cosmic blueprint for free. It's a report based on your unique birth chart to discover your true calling and how you can best make a difference in the world. Thank you. This week, as always, we have a super, super amazing guest for you. We have the beautiful Gerilyn Glass. Gerilyn is an internationally known singer, professor, meditation leader, sound healing practitioner, and crystal singing bowl master alchemist. She has a unique presence with her personal alchemy of classical music, meditation, and higher vibrational sound. Passionate about music and sound as tools of self-discovery and healing, Geraldine founded Crystal Cadence, home of the Los Angeles Crystal Tone Singing Bowl Temple, where in addition to consultations choosing your alchemy bowls, she also teaches the sacred science of sound crystal alchemy sound healing trainings, offers mentorships and transformational voice. She has performed her high vibrational music for Marion... Williamson, Greg Braden, Anita Morjani, Dr. Bruce Lipton, Joe Dispenser, and many, many more. It's now time to tune into this one very inspirational human being. Enjoy. So today we have another special guest for you. We have the lovely Gerilyn Glass. Welcome to I Am Woman Project. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming on the show. And the way that we love to ask, or I should say, with the, the way that we love to start the show is we always love to ask our woman of inspiration to share her unique story. So, Geraldine, tell us, what inspired you to do what you do today? Well, thank you for asking. So, since I was a young girl, since I was four years old, I knew that I was going to spend my life in music. And... Um, that was just very clear to me. And I, I remember when I was a little girl twirling and moving around on my front porch and singing and just making sound and how that made me feel so free. And at that point, I heard a, a voice or a vibration, however you want to name it, that said, this will, this will be your life path. And lo and behold, that really did happen. I, I sang a solo in middle school when I was 11. And People said to my parents, well, she's talented, so what are you going to do about it? And they took me to a neighbor who is today 99 years old, and she still sings. And she's incredible. She did the voice of Ava Gardner in the movie Showboat and the voice of Lucille Ball in all her television and movie things. And um, she taught me a very natural way of singing that I've used until this day. Um, so my career began in music. When I was 19, I was on Broadway. With my fair lady in Rex, with in with Rex Harrison and my fair lady, and um, got to travel the world singing. And this particular path that I'm on now is using the Crystal Alchemy singing bowls for sound healing. Um, and this came very unexpectedly. I um, had been ha enjoying a career as a 
an opera singer. I ended up going into classical music, and I remember just feeling that connection as a as I did as a child when I would sing opera all over the stages of Europe, that there's this sense of being your own human instrument and how that felt to be the one that was really vibrating, the thing that was vibrating and transmitting that sound um, to thousands of people and how I felt even then as a, as a classical singer that depending on what state I was in, if I was in a very positive and loving state, that that was transmitted in whatever it was I was singing. And so fast forward, when I heard the singing bowls 14 years ago, I just fell in love with their sound, Catherine. I just thought, wow, this is like the sounds of my soul. They were, ah, they, they just touched me in such a deep way. And so I, I purchased a set of seven bowls, that seven different notes, which corresponded to the chakra centers in our body. And I brought them back to Germany where I was living at the time and began using them with my students and with my family and really having people have just openings and breakthroughs. And I'd use them with students I was training in voice and suddenly where they had a blockage in their voice, that blockage would dissipate when they used the bowls with it. So they were just a, a wonderful expression of sound. And that was the beginning of my, my real experience of sound with an instrument as being something healing. So my little boy was seven at the time and he loved those singing bowls. And he'd say, mommy, bring me to bed with my sound blanket. And so I would guide him with little meditations and, and play the bowls. Sometimes he sang along with them. But the really fun thing happened when he was 13 and I had created a children's foundation in Germany. And the point was through music, music would be the universal language that, um, united the children. They were from all over the world, spoke all different languages. We were in an international community living in Munich. And music was that connector for all the kids. And we raised money every year to support music therapy for other children. And so many of our kids that participated in the Kids for Kids World Foundation entered a music contest in Germany called Jugendmusiziert, uh, music in the youth. And my son Dylan entered that when he was 13 and he made it to the semifinals in singing. And as he got a week before his semifinals, he came in the room and he said, mom, 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 my voice. And his voice had begun to change. And at that time I had never guided a, a young man through their voice change. And I spoke with a few colleagues and they said, yes, yes, it's possible that, that a young man can still sing as his voice is changing. And he chose to use the crystal bowls. So he also, he chose, um, a small bowl that was the note of the G and the G is the note of the throat chakra. And he didn't know that he just loved, it was a, a yellow bowl, a citrine and citrine has to do with personal power and courage. And, um, and so his voice stayed open. We lowered the keys of his songs and he sang his semifinal audition and he stood up full of confidence and full of humor and said, my name is Dylan. And since one week I am no longer a soprano. And everybody laughed. And I watched my, my boy just sail into his program with really uh, confidence, absolute confidence, not knowing, you know, at such a vulnerable time, if your voice would break. And so that was the first experiences for me of using these singing bowls, um, mostly with myself and my students and my son. And they became a part of our lives. We integrated them into our lives and everybody loved the sound and they're made of pure quartz and that quartz is infused with gemstones. So for example, like this citrine bowl and that gets amplified and fast forward again. Now, six years ago, my boy was 19 and he passed and he began to communicate with me through sound vibration the night that he died. And, you know, having been immersed in a life of music, it was not odd to me to feel him through sound and on the night he passed, I walked down with a dear friend to the ocean and I heard, we both looked up in the sky and I heard as, as if I could hear this whoosh and I saw a shooting star and I live in Los Angeles and it's a big city. I've never seen a shooting star in the city. I've seen shooting stars in the mountains, but I could hear Dylan's voice, mom, mom. 
It's like we always talked about. I made it. I'm home. I'm with God. And Catherine, that began this this opening of this world and this life now as um, using sound as a healing modality. And of course, um, you know, for me, it began to unfold with being able to speak or connect with Dylan through sound vibration. And then it led me into this path with Dr. Sue Mortar, who's a pioneer in bioenergetics, um, to do with understanding that we are made of energy, everything is energy, everything vibrates, and that energy gets compressed and compressed into human form, and it becomes light and sound. And that it was very normal in a certain way for Dylan and me to be connected now through this sound vibration. And of course, being a, a classical musician and a professor, you know, it was like, what is happening? This is, um, not that it was woo-woo, but it was just, it was, it was something beyond anything I had ever experienced. And so this journey of the past six years has been truly guided by my son's passing and um, learning to navigate the grief through sound so that um, the grief could be expressed where I couldn't talk about it. There were no words to express the grief, but I could play the crystal sound bowls and they would create a safe container for breathing and feeling and releasing and healing. And about five months in after he had passed away, he was like, mom, mom, you know, he, he, he was a big young man. He was six foot three and, and 230 pounds. Um, mom, call the bold dudes. We're going to do sound healing. And I'm like, what? You know, we'd have these conversations. Um, Son, I'm grieving. Like, leave me in peace. I'm trying to put my life back together. Mom, call the bull dudes. And so I did. I called uh, Crystal Tones, who is, are the creators of these incredible alchemy singing bowls, and um, spoke with one of the owners and told him what happened. And I ordered 11 more bowls. And those bowls were with alchemies that I thought could connect me to my son, could help me. So one of them was selenite, which has to do with grounded white light. One was rose quartz, opening the heart. One was celestite. One was ruby. And I started to play these bowls when they arrived, and I felt Dylan immediately in the room with me. I felt and saw a misty white substance, and I could feel him guiding me with these sound bowls. And... I'll never forget the first time that I played them, especially the selenite, and could weep and could groan and could moan and could give the grief a voice that I couldn't give it in talk therapy. And I remember getting up to go wash my face and I looked at my face in the mirror and there was light in my eyes. And I hadn't seen light in my eyes in a long time. There was joy in my eyes. And I thought, wow, this is this is a modality that's really shifting. It's it's giving me this safe space to drop in and feel what I deemed was unfeelable, was unhealable, would never change. You know, the fact that uh, there would be no future with my son wouldn't change. But <laughs> he began saying, Mom, there is a future. It's just a different future than we thought about. And this has led to a life with him that's incredibly rich. It's filled with so much joy. He's so present with me, but it's a different form. And the ability to transfer my music to include these singing bowls. And so all my years of experience as a, as a Broadway performer and then a classical musician, um, you know, to integrate different notes and different tunings and to create music um, songs that we know, like Somewhere Over the Rainbow, um, a song like Imagine, and to in, in, interp interpret that with crystal singing bowls and spoken meditation. So it's given my music a whole new, a whole new breadth and a whole new expression and created a life of service, which is partly what music's always been for me. Music is, as I said earlier, is, is really this language of the human heart. And music is the thing that 
that brings us together. We don't need to know who do we pray to, how much money's in our bank, who did we vote for, what are our beliefs about this, that, or the other, you know, what's our education. None of that matters. You know, music connects us with the heart. And so this deeper dive into what does it mean, the healing aspects of music, like when you use music in a very conscious way um, with these very um, high vibrational instruments, what can that do for people? And so I began working with cancer patients, with Alzheimer's patients, with hospice patients, with young people with ADD um, and depression, with anxiety, and um, people with physical injuries, physical pain. Um, and it's just been incredibly fulfilling. Of course, in the process, my own grief has shifted so much. And this relationship is very, very established with my son. He sends me many, many signs. And um, Catherine, it's a life that one never could plan. It's a life that one could never dream of. But I've come to embody that when life breaks us open, there is exactly that, an opening to go deeper than we might ever have conceived and to knit ourselves back to wholeness. And that wholeness is, I am such a different person than I ever imagined I would ever be. And there's such a joy and, and a sense of uh, expansiveness that I don't think would have happened in my life if I hadn't lost my son like that. Wow, I'm speechless. Jelen, that is so beautiful, so, so beautiful. And I just think that um, when you were speaking, I was just thinking about just the other day I was listening to a podcast and uh, the person they were interviewing was saying that we are all energy. Energy never dies. Life never dies. It just transforms Mm-hmm. which really resonated with what you were talking about. That is so beautiful. And what a transformation from opera to singing bowls, um, <laughs> which I think I was like, wow, that's uh, super amazing. So I'm just trying to understand, with when you were talking about the, um, the vibrational frequency that these bowls um, produce can absolutely – shift the vibration within so we can change pretty much anything that is stagnant in our chakras is that right i think so i really do and i look at my own life and i see the despair and the hopelessness and so many of my clients and students all around the world how their lives have changed it's you know and if we talk for a moment about the um what you said Energy is constant. It cannot be created nor destroyed. And we talk about this music um, sound healing word called entrainment. So where we have blockages in the body, where perhaps there's been a bypass in our energetic system because something's been too painful, too traumatic, um, the sound can go into those spaces and it can entrain you know, and either lift up the vibration, help to simply cut through what's being blocked in there. So for example, I've had cancer patients who have asked me, Gerilyn, what is that bowl that you're playing? And I've told them what it was. So for example, in this case, it was the note of a D. And the D is in the area of the lower abdomen of your second chakra. And the lady was like, that's exactly where my cancer was. And she had just finished having her... Um, chemo and also the alchemy of that bowl the alchemy of that bowl was a sedona red rock which is a, a vortex an energetic vortex um and orange in color very much the color of that area of the body and she was just blown away that she felt that so physically in the cells of her body in that area i've had women who have had a breast removed and have jumped up and down for joy and said to me oh my goodness, that sound, I can feel that I'm whole again. I, I, I'm not missing any part of me. You know, so this is just a, a slight example, a small example of, of entrainment. And that's one of the principles that 
that we're working with, especially with the Crystal Alchemy Singing Bowls. And what makes it so interesting and what my passion for pioneering now with Dylan, um, pioneering this whole field is, well, what happens when I'm using a bowl that's infused with selenite? What's the energetic properties of that selenite? Or what, what happens when I'm using a, a rose quartz or a rhodochrosite or an emerald or an amethyst? Because these all have a particular energy. And, you know, at first I thought, oh my goodness, like this is, <laughs> this is very woo-woo and it's very out there. And it's not. I mean, I can say now the passion with which um, the science is coming behind this and how I'm teaching and exploring and how I see all the, the students really their lives changing and the people that they're working with, their lives changing. It's what Edgar Casey said. It's sound will be the medicine of the future and the future is now. Mm, I, I, um, I go to sound baths. So when you, and I, I think before we got on the show, I was sharing with you that I have a quartz crystal bowl. I just didn't know that you could actually get all these different ones because you talked about the citron bowl, you talked about the selenite, the mm -hmm. rose quartz. Um, so I'm curious with these bowls, depending on, because you talked about the alchemy of the bowl, therefore it's the, I guess the, the quality that the crystal holds is the quality that the, the bowl will vibrate. Is that correct? Yes. I mean, and again, you know, being this pretty structured classical musician, I thought, well, hey, I mean, really, is it different if I play an amethyst that's the note of a G or the, the little bowl that Dylan loved, this little citrine at the note of the G or um, a salt bowl, bowl at the note of a G? Yes, it really is. You can feel on a very um, subtle level, these have they're, they're amplifying, so quartz being the great amplifier, uh, quartz is a transmitter, a receiver, an amplifier, so it's amplifying what is the energetic of the purple stone of amethyst? You know, why is it that we love this in jewelry? What, what, what are the qualities of that? It has very much to do with a spiritual awakening. Um, salt would have very much to do with cleansing, clearing, detoxifying, and releasing, and for example, there are different kinds of salt bowls. So there's a pink Himalayan salt bowl, which would have a very particular energy because of where it comes from and the tradition of, of Buddhism, etc. There's a Dead Sea salt that would carry a certain energetic of that whole area of the world. There's a brand new alchemy from Great Salt Lake, and that has a natural form of lithium in it and magnesium and potassium. So, you know, I'd say to my mom, like, mom, you know, here's this opera singer that's communicating with her son that's that's on the other side however we want to name that and and playing these crystal bowls I mean I must be <laughs> just so weird like what's happened to me and she'd go no 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 dear you know you're you're helping a lot of people I mean it, you look at yourself and you go what's happening but there is a truth a, a real monumental truth there's something that from the quartz itself that brings a deep grounding and our our cells are crystalline in nature our skeletal system is crystalline in nature. And so these sounds are absorbed very easily by the human body. And the bowls themselves are only approximately 20 years old. It's a very new field. And sometimes I think, you know, Dylan, you know, did you have to go? Did it have to be like this? Like I would have loved a, a life together in a future. And as I said earlier, it's like, mom, there's, it's a different future we have. And it feels like this incident that cut me open that, you know, is the nightmare of every parent um, has has brought something so much bigger, you know, a bigger inkling into my soul purpose, into my life purpose. And as I watch the unfolding of other people that, that study this and that are using the bowls, I see the same kind of thing. They are, you're inspired, you find joy because it's, there's such a, a sonic tool of transformation. They're such an, an exquisite instrument because they're simply so beautiful, the different colors and the different, they're like pieces of art. And no one is the same. No single bowl is the same. They're very, very unique. And each one carries just a different kind of, of vibration. And if we talk about music for a moment and you say music today is tuned to 440 hertz but there's bowls that are tuned to 432 hertz which is 
uh, music of the Baroque time, or we talk about that in, a, in terms of a healing frequency, that's the, the tuning of the earth, that's nature. It's everything that's very organic as a human being. And then there's a tuning of 528 hertz that is very much um, connected to unconditional love and DNA repair. So you have all these different elements working together. And if you imagine all the different kinds of music, you know, you imagine a symphony by Beethoven or a country song that you love or uh, a mantra um, or a pop music that you love or Stevie Wonder, whatever, right? And each one of those pieces of music carries its own energetic. Some will really uplift you. Some help you to, to feel into where you have pain and you just start to cry because it's so beautiful. Some make you want to dance. I mean, it's similar. We're working with a real crystalline healing music. It's for me, it's like, it's incredible. It is incredible. And I think that even from my experiences, I've had quite a few sound baths. I walk out feeling elevated, light, and a zing to my step, mm-hmm. which which it's it's hard to explain until you actually go through it for yourself. Like I talk to people about what a sound bath is, and it is it's 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 remarkable. I can't put it into words. The thing you talked about as well, Geraldine, you talked about um, being able. So th- basically, the sound bowl has been. Uh, a tool for you to connect with your son. So is, is, is it fair to say that these sound bowls um, is a way to communicate with spirit? Yes. I mean, yes, and it's, it's so much more than that. And it's, as I explained to you, like each bowl is really unique. So they don't know what the tuning is until it's actually been birthed. And so it's different for everybody. But I would say the essential nature of it is that The sound is so exquisite that it helps you to still your thinking mind. And without perhaps even noticing it, you drop down into your soul. I don't know how else to say it. You drop down into this feeling of quiet and who you truly are. The state that we can achieve in meditation where the mind is really still. And suddenly you know and you have this deep connection to, to your soul. Like I felt as a child when I was twirling and singing and just heard this 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 voice say, this is where we're going to go with your life. You know, this is what you're going to do. It's the same kind of feeling. So when the mind stills, you open to expanded possibilities, you know, because the mind is so busy chattering and telling us this, that, and the other, and blah, blah, what we should be afraid of and concerned about. And, you know, all of that. But when it's quiet, the heart has a wisdom and the gut has a wisdom and they get to share. And so You know, now in my life, I don't need to play the bowls in order to connect with Dylan. But for example, when I'm doing concerts um, and sound baths and events for people still now via, you know, via online platforms and stuff, but even um, before COVID when it was live, I can feel this connection. I can feel what we were talking about, that we're, we're quantum, you know, we're made of energy and that energy gets compressed and compressed and compressed and becomes human form. And it's, it's light and it's sound vibration. So I could, I can feel him when I'm playing the bowls and I can feel sort of a transmission, um, different than what I used to feel when I was singing on the big stages where, as I said earlier, you know, you have to project your voice. So you're, you're grounded and your voice has to, project in 3000 seat theaters over 150 piece orchestra. So you are this kind of human sounding bowl, right? Um, but it's a different thing. There's a, there's a real connection to a deep place of stillness, you know, which is where healing happens. So what you were describing, what you feel in the sound baths you've, you've experienced and you walk away with this kind of tingling, it's as if your cells have truly been activated through this high vibrational sound. And, you know, I'm, I'm thrilled about the research and the science that we're putting together behind it. As I said, it's really a new, they're new instruments. And um, I think there's so, so much potential in using sound as medicine, which, you know, so many colleagues have been exploring for some years, whether it's with the tuning forks, um, all different kinds of healing instruments, but the crystal bowls are, are so interesting in that they have this extra addition of the alchemy, 
which really does, you know, for example, if I'm using black tourmaline or using charcoal, very strong protection and a cleansing and clearing. So for example, charcoal is very good with cancer patients. For example, if we're working with um, Alzheimer's or we're working with anyone with ADD or um, um, bipolar, lipidolite, for example, is a really good stone that has a natural form of lithium. And then you can work with something called the binaural beats. So like it's a whole field that's, it's just natural, you know, and sound has been a part of every culture since the beginning of time. We talk about it when I had the privilege to visit Australia and um, heard from Aborigines that, you know, they use the didgeridoo. There's, there's um, evidence from 80,000 years ago that they were mending, mending broken bones and healing healing through the sounds of their didgeridoos. And, and this has been something that every culture has embraced in its own unique form, how one uses sound and music as a, as a natural medicine. It's so true. I was just thinking, as you were speaking, I haven't seen her for quite some time, but I used to see a kinesiologist who used to use sound for medicine. She used to use the big, uh, is it the big gong and mm-hmm. bells and uh, forking tunes? Uh, is that what they're called, forking tunes? Tune, tuning tune, forks. Tuning forks. The tuning That's forks. the French mm-hmm. in me. See, I speak back the front. I do this a lot. Uh, so <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do believe in the sound ears medicine. So I'm curious, with these bowls, do you know? Do you need to know what you're working with as a way to pick the specific bulk? Because when you talked about citron, for example, I remember, and I love my crystals, I've got lots of crystals, but I remember that um, once uh, a lady was saying to me that if you, if you are, and we do, we have a lot of entrepreneurs uh, and, and, and individuals in business to this show, that citron is a great way to help um, elevate your business, let's say. Could you use crystals as a way to shift the energy uh, around a business? You know, a little bit like feng shui. You know how they go in and they they look at they do you use the dowsing rods in an environment and they, it's it or using a sage stick to clear the energy in the room. Could you use the bowls for that purpose as well? Absolutely, I'm teaching that. I mean, absolutely, and there actually is a divine feng shui bowl that's made of. Uh, five or six different elements so absolutely because remember once again everything is energy it can't be created or destroyed but it sure can be shifted and this whole field of epigenetics where we recognize that our thoughts can create our beliefs and we have the power to change our thoughts so sound has the power once again to quiet the thinking mind and to actually change up patterns so most definitely like there's all kinds of things you can do to uh shift a business or to shift places in yourself that have been blocked or shut down or and it's not even that you have to know what it is it's not important that you name it it's important that you notice my goodness there's a there's a blockage here do i have to name it depression do i have to name it trauma no i mean if i have the memory of something great we can work with that but it's the energy that we want to shift. So we want to we want to go in there and breathe and feel into that energy. So like with my grief, it was so heavy. You know, I, I asked God to take me. I just, I couldn't bear the feeling of your heart being shattered and you can't, you just can't go on, right? But the, the, the sound had the ability to truly, for me to knit that broken heart shattered in pieces to knit it back together so that when I looked at myself in the mirror, as I said, there were, there was light in my eyes. Like this was, this was phenomenal for me. And so all different kinds of things, whether you have, um, you know, or there's a, a business partner or things that just don't feel right. The sound can, can really, um, move things without a big to do about it. Let's put it that way without a big trying to figure it out and talking it through and all that, it can just shift energy. Because mm, I'm also thinking about, I know there's people out there that do house clearings to clear mm-hmm. an energy in a in a house. When you know, I know that there's people they'll do that when they buy a property, they'll get a feng shui um, practitioner mm-hmm. in there, 
uh, house cleansing. So I didn't realize that there was so many different ways you could use these bowls. When you were talking oh. about the uh, the selenite bowl, I did I did uh, one thing that did come to mind. I remember many moons ago, a teacher taught. I was speaking about the quartz crystal, how the Atlanteans and the the Lemurians used to use the quartz crystal as a way to communicate, Um, which came to mind as you were talking about the selenite bowl. So I'm not too sure if you've heard of that before. Oh, yes. (laughs) So first of all, just to go back, like you can take a, a practitioner bowl and set personal intention and you can make a whole, I do ceremonies like in, in new houses or in new spaces for clearing. So there's all, it's so creative what you can do with the sound. There is actually um, a Lemurian seed crystal bowl, which is one of my favorites. Um, I have a recording of, of this song, No One Is Alone, and that big Lemurian seed crystal bowl plays in that. Um so yes, I mean, this is an ancient, and this is what I'm working with in the sacred science of sound. So for example, in, in that series that I've done over the past three years, um, one of the speakers is, is Dr. Todd Ovakayates, who leads the Lemurian Choir. I don't know if you've heard of that. Um, and no. indeed, um, the ancient, ancient Lemuria, ancient Atlanta, Atlantis, a sound, a, ancient Egypt, it's, it is known that there were sound healing chambers where people came for their sound medicine. And so, for example, there's a Hathor bowl that has a carved Hathor on it. There's an Egyptian blue bowl that carries that energy. There is a Moldavite bowl, which is Starbridge. There is a Larimar bowl that connects to um, ancient Atlantis and this Lemurian seed crystal and any combination of these. So it's, it is true alchemy. And yes, we are connecting to this ancient wisdom that's inherent and contained in in us at the very cellular level you know and we human beings were so fascinated with um the stars and with all the things that are possible in the universe and also this connection to where we've come from thousands and thousands and we talk about lemuria from twenty-eight thousand years ago and um when you use these sound bowls people get they get memories, they get pictures of sacred geometry, they experience colors, they experience being in other dimensions. I mean, for me, it's always important, once again, as a classical musician and a professor, it's like, okay, all that is great. And we have to always work to ground it and to embody it so that it's not something that just takes you out and out of yourself because healing happens when I come in my body. If I had wanted to just run away from my grief, I would never have healed it. And not that I have anything against traditional medicine, not at all, but some of the doctors said to me, let me put you on an antidepressant. And I was like, why? It's not going to bring Dylan back. I need to be able to feel that grief and process it. And I'm, I'm not afraid of that. You know, it's, it hurts and it's hard. And, and all of us have situations in our lives that are so tough right? They're so challenging for us. But when we can sit in them and steep in them and breathe them and feel them, we transform them. And, and so that I think is just, it's such an important part of to go out of the body, to go beyond, to allow these um, memories, inspirations, connections, expansiveness, acceleration. And at the same time to know, I got to bring that back down in my body. I got to ground it so that I can integrate it and utilize it. You know, what does that mean to have the wisdom of what you just shared, to have the wisdom of, of Lemuria, this connection where sound really was a medicine. They used sound and crystal. Ancient Egypt, how they really, you went in a sound healing chamber and chamber and you received certain frequencies to tune your body and bring it to harmony. So what does that mean in our daily lives today? And how do we, how can we use that and make it a real viable sense of medicine? Mm, I love this. Geraldine, I'm curious, how many bowls do you have? <laughs> the studio. So I, I own the, um, the Los Angeles uh, studio of Crystal Tones. It's called Crystal Cadence. And at any given time, there's 500 bowls here. So it, it is a, it is a paradise. It is a, it is a paradise for bowl lovers. And, um, I mean, I'd love to share with you. I don't know if it's possible on the show. I'd love to share with you some recording or something if there's a possibility to play something so people can hear it because when you're love just to. talking about it. Okay, so I can I, I can give you that if if that's 
if that's a, a good thing to do. But mm. um, all kinds of mixes, all kinds of notes, all kinds of sizes. Um, yeah, it's it's something that, you know, Dylan and my situation just really, really just put into action. And it's a, a whole nother life happened, you know, based on, of course, the life I had as a musician, but it's a whole nother life of sharing what it means to work with these instruments. And, you know, we do a 32 hour intensive training, um, which where we go into the science behind the sound, bioenergetics, music theory, um, and then how you work with them, because for everybody, it's really different. So for you working with a citrine bowl would be really different, for example, than, um, than me, or for you working with, um, any of the alchemies, you know, this divine feng shui, you might bring it into your space and something very magical happens for you. That's different than what happened, what would happen for someone else. That's what's so interesting is they amplify in the best way of working with them. They amplify the gifts that each of us are. They amplify your personal alchemy. Right. So it's not because I had, I had, uh, I've written this down that um, it would be from my understanding, the bowl, it would be dependent on the attention that you want, whatever that you want to work on as a way to what you're going to uh, manifest or the outcome of your intention. Yeah, so one of my mentors is Jonathan Goldman, who's um, been a pioneer in the field of sound healing with with tuning forks, with music, all kinds of things. And Jonathan always says, um, intention plus frequency or frequency plus intention equals healing. So remember that whatever we think is amplified. And if we think certain thoughts, I mean, you know, you know the work of Dr. Emoto, if you think certain thoughts, then there's certain um, effects in, in the cosmos, there's certain effects and physically in the world or um, so, yes, I mean, frequency plus intention will equal a transformation for us. And the power of your own intention is really important. I love that. So it's not so much about the quality of the bowl. So whether, you know, for example, you were talking about selenite, rose quartz. And I know for rose quartz, let's say rose quartz is great for uh, love, for the heart, for belonging, for connection. So it's not so much the, the, the alchemy of the bowl itself. It's depending on what you feel connected with or do you go and I'm just I'm just thinking for myself and for our listeners I'm sure they think the same thing if they want to buy a bowl and work on themselves do we need to know what is it that we need to unblock or more so we follow what we are attracted to it's all of it you know so I do consultations because it's exactly this like people say how can I ever find the bowl that's right for me and I call it your bowl mate um you know all you have to do is, you know, we talk and then uh, I make certain suggestions right now during COVID, you see everything via video conference and, um, and you know, I like that sound. I like that look. I like how that feels. I don't like that. I mean, it's, it's pretty clear what you're attracted to. And it's, I think it's also, what's really fun is you learn to trust what I said earlier, like this wisdom of your gut, this wisdom of your heart, you know, there's a brain in there and we don't often listen to those. And the heart might say, oh, I love that one. And the gut and wisdom might say, oh, that, that one's a really good one. And we just work together until you make the decision. It's not about me saying, oh, well, this bowl will be the best for you. It's not about that. It's about really enhancing and amplifying your own personal power, your own groundedness. I mean, that's a big, big thing for me because without grounding, we wobble. We're not stable. And it's so important for everyone now in the way the world has, has gone, that we have a sense of real connectedness, stability, um, steadfastness, uh, and anchoring, right? And the quartz really can do that, as I said earlier, because of the properties of, of what it is and how that is connected with the human body. So it's a, it's a truly a fun and uh, inspiring process to look. Of course, you can look and pick out, oh, I'd like rose quartz because I know I want to open my heart. But I guess what I like to teach is that it's not one-to-one. You know, once again, you may say I've had heartbreak in my life, so I'm going to choose an F note, which is the note of the heart, and I'm going to choose rose quartz. And then I would say to you, let's open it bigger than that, and let's, let's entertain the possibility that 
the heartbreak maybe started somewhere else. Maybe it started in another area of your body. Maybe it was certain particular thoughts that then had you get into a certain relationship that then your heart was broken. So it's not really, if that makes sense, it's not one-to-one. We're working with instruments that are truly, um, I don't want to say cosmic in that sense, but they are. I mean, I can can tell you so many stories about, um, you know, a certain bowl, like in a very low register, suddenly playing with this high overtone because it was, it was cutting through a certain kind of density in, in someone's field. Right. So it's not one-to-one it's not, sometimes people will say, I want a red bowl for the root. I want it orange bowl for the sacral. I want a yellow bowl. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. It's not one-to-one. And we have to look at ourselves as multidimensional beings on, you know, with multi levels of everything about us. We're not just, you can't just pin it and call it that. And so it's, it's, it's being open to what I like to call also in music, this, this sense of dropping into a place beyond our thinking mind and where music takes us, this place of the ineffable, this place that's just, it's, it's hard to define. And when we allow ourselves to go there through sound and we're anchored, all I can say to you is miracles happen. You discover things that you would not have discovered if you just stayed in your normal way of being. Does, does that make sense? Does that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, Geraldine, I'm sure our listeners are curious as well. So they can either contact you and get a, a, a healing done, depending on what they're working through, or they mm-hmm. can do a course with you and learn how to do this for themselves. Mm-hmm. Great. That's amazing. Awesome. So as we start wrapping up the show, we always love to ask our woman of inspiration to pick one word that best describes her personal brand. Geraldine, what would be that one word for you? One word of inspiration? Mm. Joy. I'd say joy. That's beautiful. I love that. And the last question that we always love to ask our woman of inspiration is to pick three shiny golden nuggets that you would like to give to our listeners today. So they could be like three practical exercises. Sure. I'm just going to go back one second to the one word I have found in my life when I cultivate joy, it contains everything for me. If I find that place of just childlike joy and wonder and innocence, there's so much possibility inherent in that. And there's so much healing in that. And so three golden nuggets, I'd say the things that I really love to do, first of all, is remember things that I'm grateful for, you know, so every day to just, I, every day I, I am grateful for the home that I live in. I'm grateful that my mom is still here. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for Dylan staying connected to me like this. So just to to pour in that energy or allow that to pour through you of things you're really grateful for. And then um, I like to hum. So, and anyone can hum. You don't have to be a singer because that is your own personal vibration, right? So that is this quality that makes me my own sounding bowl. So if I am feeling anxious or I can't sleep or whatever it is, I can just put a hand on my chest or a hand on my belly and I can just and you just heard like a little catch in my throat so then I know "Mm, okay let's just sit with that little place and let's see what I'm feeling there and all I need to do is hum so in that sense I become my own tuning fork or my own crystal alchemy singing bowl and then I'd say the third thing for me is I like to invite people to make some sounds so if there's something you just need to change up, you're having a certain, there's a certain, what you were saying about, well, what about in a new space and you want to really mm, clear and clean that space? I like to invite people to take either their name, which is really easy, or to take one word, um, release or light or whatever, whatever comes into your mind um, and just tone it. So, Geraldine, light. Anything like that. So I like that little exercise to just put some sound on your name or on a particular word and just play with that because it will definitely change up vibrations. 
it changes up energy. Mm, I love that. And I actually hum all the time. I'm in the kitchen. I'm always humming, especially when I'm cooking. So it's uh, it's one of those things that my son says, do you realize you're always humming in the kitchen? I'm like, oh. But um, <laughs> I love all three. Thank you so much. So, Geraldine, where is the best place for our listeners to find you? So the um, Crystal Singing Bowl Temple is crystalcadence.com. So crystal and then cadence, which is a musical word, C-A-D-E-N-C-E, crystalcadence.com. And we have a lot of music. We have a YouTube channel where there's a lot of free meditations for everybody. It was very important for me that people could enjoy and receive these sounds. We've made a, a healing, two healing loops that are two hours of um one particular tuning, which is an endocrine system set, and one particular tuning that's a chakra set. I run a program called the Sacred Science of Sound. So that website is sacredsciencesound.com. And the trainings are listed under Crystal Cadence. Um, we have an Instagram account, which is Crystal Cadence LA. We do things on Insight Timer, which is a beautiful meditation app. And what else? There's music available on Spotify and iTunes and on our website. And then there's some music and things also under Geraldine Glass. That's more my classical career. But I'd love anyone to join. We have um, an introductory training class in June um, that's in the afternoon in California. So it's conducive to the timing in uh, Australia and Asia. And then we have in July, starting July 8th, we have a full 32-hour training that would also be conducive to your time zone. Mm, thank you so very much, Jolyn, for coming on the show, sharing your wealth of wisdom, your story, your time, and your energy. Thank you so very much. My great pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you. Thank you so very much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard and this topic really resonated with you and you think it will help others, please share the show with your friends to help us make a difference. And if you want to be part of our mission to help empower the conscious people of this world to learn and grow, then the best way to help us achieve this goal is by giving us a good review on iTunes or please subscribe to the show. The more subscribers, the better the speakers for the show, which then means more value for you so that together we can help the world become a better place. Don't give it another thought. Hit that subscribe button and help people get their weekly lessons. And when you do, please be sure to let us know by sending us an email to collect your special gift where you have a choice from six guided meditations or an ebook to soothe your soul. Now, if you have any questions or special guests that you would like to hear from, please send us an email to support at katherineplano.com.au and we will get right back to you. You can also follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Catherine Plano. Until next week, please take care of yourself. Much love and gratitude. Thank you.